0: Everyone, I'm back. I hope everybody had a great week. I know I did. It has been a great summer, very busy, and lots going on, as I'm sure is true for all of you. Anyway, I'm always so thrilled to do this show. It is very important to me, as you all know, I tell you almost every week, <laughs> and this will be a great show as well. And it's such an opportunity for me and for everyone to learn, to grow, to become more of who we truly are and become more consciously aware, more self-responsible, more self-loving, et cetera, et cetera. And those are laudable goals, laudable dreams, laudable intentions. And I do hope the show brings that to each and every one of you in any case this is the show it's part four of the testers and tempters and but before I get on to the next part I do want to give some brief and somewhat delayed but but for a good reason feedback from Angie Angie is the one I did a couple of healings on she has a very difficult problem and her See, the first week I worked on her the second week I worked mostly on her children she lives in Canada she's had a very difficult life with a lot of abuse and one of her children has extreme Tourette's and the other child has a Down syndrome and there were just numerous problems and I won't go into them now but she writes and um, she had given me feedback after the first healing I did and not after the second and I did reach out just to make sure she was okay because she's very prolific in her writing the email. So I just made the, I just was a little concerned that perhaps something that I didn't know about had been going on. And in a way, it had to her. She's very, very dedicated to her animals, and one of her animals is having a lot of problems. And it, it has gotten to the point where she's thinking she has to put the animal down, and it's not been able to. And it's been a very difficult conflict for her very very emotionally draining and so she just didn't get back to me but she did say that she had called she did call in and listen to the show the second one for her and she left it and she said of course thanks me and she also wanted to thank you for doing the healing for her daughter angel and her son joe and it it, it inspired her the two shows to go back and listen to all my other shows. So she said she's going to be doing it step by step because she needs to absorb everything, let it sink in. And we all know that <laughs> we all know that's true, right? We have to take things <clears throat> slowly sometimes and, and take time to digest and see how we feel, see how we resonate, see, see what we, questions we come up with. And I do want to open the door for each and every one of you. If, if you are doing that to feel free to reach out to me, Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com or Janet at JanetRichmond.com either one is going to get to me and I do answer I don't know if you remember but Angie reached out to me thinking for sure that she wouldn't get an answer or she'd get one from um, an assistant or something and she just about couldn't believe her eyes when she got something directly from me and So I'm just saying that because I do, the emails are important to me. I'm very, you know, communication is big. Uh, I'm very much behind communication and keeping the doors open because we're part of one big community, you guys, you and me. (laughs) And there are many, many other communities out there. And in a way we're all in a conglomerate community of those who want to help others and who are really working and reaching and seeking and searching and doing what we can for ourselves and for others and so you know, it is important okay now i'm going to go on about the testers and tempters and as usual i have to do a little bit of review in case someone has just tuned in for the first time or is tuning in for the first time in this show and so i want to just reiterate that both those Fifth dimensional with a dual soul nature, carrying a facade soul that work with the light, and those that work without the light. They both are fifth dimensional. They both have a human facade soul. And we both have volunteered to help with the evolutionary uh, acceleration of the four lower kingdoms, especially with the human kingdom, because we're the only kingdom that's in the free will arena. In any case, the, those fifth dimensionals that volunteer to work with the light, you could call them the lights, or those that volunteer to be testers and tempters that work without the light. In fact, they are shielded from their own pure soul essence. You can call them the dark lights. Uh, both are part of a team. The light, those of us working with the lights, the teachers, so to speak, are those that are helping the humanities to come to new understandings, new insights, taking steps forward in their own evolutionary awareness and consciousness, etc. Those the minute they take a step forward, in comes the tester and tempters, the those working without the light, those that are shielded from the light, they have equally important role to play and they test that individual or, or individuals that are that have taken a step forward to make sure that they are firmly on that step, that they aren't wobbly or shaky in any way, because we don't want any individuals to move up a few levels. And then, but, but one or two of them are kind of shaky. And so when they get to somewhere higher level up, it relies to take that step forward, relies on the lower levels being firm. And if they aren't firm, there would be a tremendous chaos with with individuals falling backward. And having to basically start over their climb again and it just it has the perception perhaps that people fall backwards but in fact they don't this team has worked for billions and billions and billions of of these the team the two teams working together has worked for billions and billions and billions and billions of years and has been incredibly effective at accelerating the evolutionary process now the, the testers and tempters, because they have their light shielded, they literally do their job without knowing what they're there for. They're unaware. Uh, if they were aware of their pure soul essence, they would not be able really to do their job because it does mean they're testers and tempters. That means they play out of a more negative role often. Uh, and. That negative role is something that would be very difficult for them if they had access and awareness of the tremendous amount of light and knowledge and uh, balance and, and brilliance that they had. So they are unaware and they can use anything, any tool. They cannot trample free will, of course, and they can't kill anyone. But other than that, they can use any tool available, and they do. They try to confuse, frighten, fool, upset people, et cetera, to see if they, the person, the, any individual, is firm on the footing on their path, and after the testing, that they remain secure on the path. And they've chosen a very difficult role, a distasteful tact task in a way, but it is out of the same love for the humanities that those who work with the light carry. And they've made a huge sacrifice because can you imagine if you weren't aware of your light on some, on some level, if you didn't know there was something inside you that was brilliant and beautiful and powerful, if you were unaware of the general divine light, if you just were closed off from all of that, how difficult would that be? How hopeless would that feel how powerless would that feel so they made a huge circus sacrifice and they play an equally important role and just with all fifth dimensionals we can't tell who they are by looking at them they work out of body often and we're all working at the same goal at the same goal and the evolution itself could not happen without the consistent testing of souls because evolution does take place one step at a time, and it is absolutely important to make sure that the, each individual is firmly at whatever step it is they've moved on to at the time before they move forward. So it is really important for everyone to understand that there are no good guys and bad guys. In other words, those working with a light are not good guys, those working in the dark are not bad guys. We have the same purpose. We all come from the same dimension. We're equally uh, evolved. And we're joined in this reality, the reality of the four lower kingdoms, the human arena, to fulfill the only destiny that truly exists, and that is to further the evolutionary movement. And it's is for every soul at every level, from the lowest to the highest, from the inner to the outer, so to speak. So we have a very important role to play, and so there is no room here for judgment. There is no room here for disparagement. There's only room here to appreciate and understand. And if you haven't heard my three earlier shows, there's a lot more detail, a lot more uh, explanation, including, I think I did last week, how they help us, okay? So, it is, it is important to listen to the prior shows. If you're new coming in, this little review is simply that. It's the tip of the iceberg. I've given a lot more information early on in the prior, uh, in the prior shows. So, please do go back and listen to those. Now, okay. Let's go over some of the tools of the testers and tempters, and some of the tools of the teachers that use the light. Uh, the testers and tempters do have certain advantages, and the lights, um, the teachers also have advantages. And one advantage that the testers and tempters have is they can use the dark astral. They're very proficient at using astral energies, and they they um, they take the astral energy, very, very powerful, they take the astral energy and they use it to amplify whatever the individual they're working to test or tempt. They use it to amplify whatever the individual is carrying. It could be hatred, it could be fear, it could be jealousy, it could be greed, it could be ego, it could be rage, it could be depression, it could be any number of things. And the dark light so to speak use the astral to amplify that and in so doing those amplified feelings of the individual is going to be the test can the individual stand firm on whatever path it's on when it's feeling immense fear or is it going to go back to its old old ways whatever it was moving up from and i don't know exactly but in any case like attracts like and so the, the astral that the testers use is moved into the and, and amplifies the like thought forms, the like emotional blueprints that any individual, any particular individual, or groups of individuals that are being tested at that point in time. Now, keep in mind that they can't use any negative energy from the astral that the individual doesn't already hold on to. Okay, that the individual doesn't carry. So if you don't carry any rage, if you don't carry any depression, or you don't carry any uh, greed, you are. You, they cannot. The, the testers and tempters cannot do anything. They can't. That that energy from the astral has nothing to amplify and empower. So in this way, you are completely immune to those energies. Now couple things. One, I do want to take this moment to say I did three or four shows on the astral last year. On my website, they begin on September 2nd, 2015. They are very important for you all to listen to because the testers and tempters information that I've brought out before and will be bringing out this week and next has a lot to do with the astral. I talk about the astral a lot. Now you may think if you're very involved in astral travel, etc., that you already know everything there is to know about the astral. My chances are you you don't. I never talk about astral travel. There is a bunch of higher self information that I've never heard anywhere else out there. So I want I, I really encourage you to listen to the shows on the astral and on the YouTube. Everything is cut out but the astral. In other words, whatever healing I did that week, you're going to get a shortened version of the show. Because I know it's a lot to listen to, and by encouraging you to listen, I know (laughs) it takes you guys' time, and not everybody has that kind of time. But what I love about it is they're able – you can download them on your phone. You can listen to them in your car, and you're driving somewhere. You can – there's a lot of – opportunity to listen, and we, we all see people with the earbuds in their ears all the time listening to music, you know, uh, it's just, it's just it's a possibility, and so even though I know we're all busy and some people don't do a lot of listening, I do encourage you to give it a try if you haven't, or if you listen to music already, to listen to some of these shows and, and get some more of this information. You'll get a much bigger picture of the astral stuff. The it oh, was the second thing I wanted to talk to you about. Anyway, I don't remember the second thing, but it'll come back to me. So, oh yeah, I do remember the name. The second part of it is, it's good news, isn't it, that if we aren't carrying greed or rage or depression or jealousy or hatred or fear, that the testers and tempters can't bother us. They can't amplify any of that because they can only use what we already carry. They can't trespass and force us to be jealous if we don't carry any jealousy at that emotional blueprint level or thought form level, okay? What does it tell you? Now, we've been around for tens and tens and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of lives as facade humans. Carrying the dual soul nature, the fifth dimensional true soul essence and the human, the human uh, soul, human facade soul. So can you imagine that, that we wouldn't have some of this stuff? Can you imagine that we've never in all those years ever felt jealous or ever felt rage or ever felt greed or ever felt any of that? No. How could you did that possibly happen? So in fact it's pretty easy for those testers and tempters to amplify these various things, not just for us, but especially we're talking about, you know, those that are the true humans that are still in the process of evolving through the humanities, through the free will kingdom. But we also are sensitive. We also, as I talked about last week, we can have our own stuff triggered off. And so whether it's for us, or to understand how important it is for us to, um, for the humanities themselves, and for us to spread the word about neutralizing, we need to neutralize this stuff. We want to get rid of the energetic baggage that either on purpose or accidentally is just, and by on purpose I mean a tester and is is working to amplify our own uh, issues. Remember I mentioned last week that They've gone through as many millions of lives as we have, and what happens? They take on misunderstandings, misconceptions, misinterpretations, just like we have. And so there are times where they feel they're competing with us instead of being on the same team. And therefore, they might work to try to derail us to keep those working with the light, those processing as teachers, to to get us to move off the path. It is a misunderstanding on their part, and I've talked about misunderstanding on our part till the cows come home. I talk about it all the time, and they aren't immune to that at all. They're as susceptible as to misunderstandings and misinterpretations as we are. So yes, we as individuals, uh, even though we're using the light and we're using it that we're teaching, we're taking the teacher role, The we also can have a tester and tempter use it to derail us. Now, the fact of the matter is with consciousness is power. It's not something to be afraid of. Oh, we're going to be victims. It's not about that. It's becoming aware and taking opportunity. If we feel one of these feelings, whether it's rage or ego maybe, or hatred, or depression, or disappointment, or discouragement, anything, and we feel it intensely, maybe it's just been triggered by something that's happened in our life, maybe it's been amplified by a tester and tempter, we're not going to know, but what do we know? We know if it's there, we know we need to neutralize it. So the second thing I'm really trying to get across is, We need to neutralize this energetic baggage that we carry, and we need to help all others that are aware or unaware that they carry it and that they have the light. We need to share this information. We need to get it out there. We need to help people become aware. That's part of our job as teachers of the light. So Because a lot of the problem that we had as we were evolving in the human kingdom and that we had as carrying the sat soul because we're in so many cultures and societies that no individuals in those societies knew. We never knew that we had our own light. We never knew how to properly process any emotional experiences we carry. We didn't know how to process and neutralize the emotional baggage. We didn't know. So we've taken on a lot of stuff and we need to spread the word, guys. Okay. And remember, I have choices. Neutralizing your negative thoughts and emotional blueprints—it really is like a handbook, but it's easy to read. I write it as if I'm sitting across the kitchen table from you. It has a lot of meat in it, but it really explains this emotional baggage we carry. I mean, excuse me, the energetic baggage we carry. And I—it's just available everywhere. Uh, well, it's on Amazon. I'm, I'm working. Maybe I'll be starting in about a month to do an audiobook of it uh, the It's going through a copy editing phase, which I never did when I first wrote the book. Why? because I'm such a newbie i didn't know to do it. I did have an editor, but I never did the copy editing, and there are typos and things like that that just you know it's just not necessarily, so I am having it redone the. When it's redone, it, there'll be a new print book available, but I'm not asking that anybody get any new print book. It, it won't be that different. But to do the audiobook, I wanted to have the, the copy editing done. So there'll be some small changes in the audiobook, but not in content for the most part a word change here or there, that sort of thing. So, but when that's done, I'm going to be doing the audiobook, so that will be available also on Amazon. I don't know how long the whole process will take. I haven't done it before, so I'm still a newbie at that. But that is a, there is an e-version. Um, you know, there's a, on Amazon, you can get the e-book, you can get the, the uh, PDF, whatever. So there are, and there's a Kindle version and, and a iBook for you know, Apple version. So there's a lot of ways you can get that book. It really explains this emotional baggage, the thought forms, the habit imprints, how it all works, how it affects what we manifest in our lives, and why it's so important to do the neutralizing. And then it gives you a lot of help with the neutralizing. Gives you cheat sheet. I've simplified the process even more, but it's absolutely valid what I have in the book. It's just a little more detailed maybe than I do it now, but. It doesn't make any difference. I changed my life 180 degrees, I don't know, four to six times just using what I had in that book. In the last few years, it's simplified and I continue to change my life, but there's nothing wrong with what's in that book. It is fantastic. And I asked the higher spouse, I said, you know, do I need to redo this now? That they, And they said, no, that book stands alone and it is a valuable tool for everyone. So that was Their response when I thought, well, should I go in and do this more, a little bit, little bit more simplified? It's only a little bit more simplified. And they said, absolutely not. So, anyway, that's the scoop on that. So, we do need to continue to neutralize. Now, the testers and tempters also can use the, the lower level, the lower frequency level souls that are out of body. That have been stuck in the astral. Now, I do talk about this in my astral shows. Very important you understand this. These aren't evil souls, they are souls that are closer really to the animal nature in a way, because when we evolve out of the animal kingdom, we're almost completely animal nature. It takes eons of time for us to take on the human, full, fully whole human nature and even on this planet we're so much more advanced you might think there's a lot of humanity here that isn't but compared to what it's like when we first evolved out of the animal kingdom it's greatly different so I do explain the disincarnate souls in the astral um, in those other shows and those souls tend to be very vulnerable to the testing and tempting and so the testers and tempters can use them to be their tool, so to speak, so that the, those lower frequency souls are used as tools. And the, what the, the light those using the light try to do with those kind of souls is to educate them, to help them in the, to move forward, to help them move up the evolutionary frequency. So we use them for two different reasons, and in fact, my third book, which I haven't started writing yet, but I keep talking about, Jane and Company, is about the education of the lower uh, frequency souls, and by educating them, it does deprive the testers and tempters uh, of one of their useful tools, and it's a fascinating story in the in the archives of my astral information. I do not talk about the testers and tempters at all because I was not bringing out the fifth dimensional related information. So it does lack that, but you will get the full story of the how the testers and tempters use the disincarnate souls that are carrying relatively low frequency and how they use them as tools and there's a, one fabulous example and fascinating example in the in the story I'm going to be telling so you're going to you're going to you know, you're going to really enjoy it in a way it's fascinating anyway so in one way their job is a bit easier than ours because there is so much negative energy around already and it's human nature for people uh, it's part of the human condition I should say for people to respond very dramatically to negative energy because why we've been around so many t- so long that we've taken in a tremendous amount of negativity and so it's it's easy for uh, individuals whether they are fifth dimensional in nature or The humanities that are working to process into higher and higher levels within the human kingdom, preparing for the graduation into the fifth dimension. Those individuals are also very susceptible to being amplified to by the negative energies. So, in some ways, the testers and tempters work, so to speak, is easier, and. Also, because they are very highly evolved, even though they are unaware, they also can make negativity seem very, very intelligent. And they sometimes masquerade as the teachers of the light. Now, or they can use other teachers of the, of the light and amplify things that twist the message of the teachers with the light so that they may become um, whether they're teachers of the light or not more like quote unquote false prophets or those who seem to have some very intelligent information, very helpful information but it's mixed in with things that can pull us or tempt us or whether it's us or any individual uh, from the the heart of the message and keep people off their game, keep, keep people um, from stepping forward. And that's why it's important every time we hear messages from anyone, including myself, that you need to pull it into your own pure soul essence and see, be discerning, be discerning, see what feels, what resonates with you because it can, the messages can be garbled from no matter what the source, now, a tester and tempter that is and can be very intelligent, They, you can tell the difference often between teachers of the light and the testers and tempters in that uh, a tester and tempter will keep pushing and pushing and pushing and try to negate an individual's sense of personal empowerment to encourage that person to look elsewhere to be saved or elsewhere to get the help they need, whether it's, you know, perhaps to, I don't know, sort of making this up because I, you know, I don't know any testers and tempters specifically that do this. This is higher self information. This is what they told me. They said they, you know, they give it to me general because they don't want people going out and around and judging. Oh, that must be a tester and tempter because they're pushing or they're this thing or that thing. So they give me the information very generally and encourage me, and I'm encouraging you not to judge because we can't tell. We can't tell who is a tester and tempter or who is someone who's just genuinely misled or misunderstanding information or someone who is being used as a tool of a tester and tempter perhaps, or someone who is just mistaken. We can't tell, but if someone is pushing and pushing if a message, whatever it is, is one that says somebody else is responsible for you, something else is responsible for you and tries to undermine your sense of personal personal empowerment, personal self worth, personal abilities and to connect with all that you are, if it's pulling you away from those kind of orientations, you might want to look twice at it. You might want to say, hmm, because the whole journey is really to become aware of our pure essence, that purest, most perfect, most potent personal power that we all carry. That is the focus. And then not just know about it intellectually, but to know about it, to utilize it to operate out of that place to share that information and that light with the world and to become that to become conscious of it as you know more and more and more that's the goal and we've all done it all of those of us that are here carrying the dual soul nature we've all done it you have to do it in order to graduate to the fifth dimension you have to do it and that's why it's so important and so valuable. So what we're doing, for the most part, is we're remembering what we already know. So in that way, we have absolute advantages. And we are being awakened earlier. Because we can't, you know, you can't save a drowning man if you don't know how to swim. So we're learning this process now. And it is becoming more and more important because of the dawning of the new age. And I've talked about that. We do need to really focus on the light within. That is what is important for us. And it is when you start using it on a regular basis. Oh my gosh, something happened to me the other day, and my feelings got hurt. And I'm like, it's been a long time since I felt that. Didn't keep me awake at night, but it was something that, you know, I did wake up because I wake up off in the middle of the night. And I thought about it for a little bit and I was able to go back to sleep. But when I woke up the next morning, I'm thinking, excuse me, I don't want to have my feelings hurt. That's my choice. And that means I'm carrying some emotional stuff, some blueprints, some thoughts, some whatever that have been triggered by this outer event. And what did I do when I had a chance that day? I went in and I threw that hurt right into my pure soul essence, and whoa, that little, that stuff just disappears. I never felt it again. And the individual that triggered it with me, uh, we've gotten together, we've talked. I don't feel any hurt, any anger, any resentment, anything. It's just all gone. But I've been using that tool a long time. Maybe it's not going to happen quite so quickly for all of you. I don't know. I hope so. But just keep using it. The more we use it, the better we get at it, the, the deeper we go. I've been working on getting my feelings hurt for a long time. So I've worked on a lot of those layers, those energetic layers. So maybe I didn't have a huge amount to work on in this case. You might have a more huge amount. There are other areas where I have bigger amounts, so it won't always go so quickly for me either. What I'm telling you is that it's really important, guys. Start to use it. Get used to it. That's where we need to go. That's where we're in power. Okay? Now, so we now know there's testers and tempers, We know how they work. They use the astral and use the lower level frequency souls, And they don't trespass. They can't. They only amplify what we already carry. But so we know we need to neutralize. We need to help others understand their self of self empowerment, their own pure soul essence, their ability to neutralize, their ability to uh, do for themselves, that they're their own directing identity as we all are. We are all responsible for ourselves, and thank goodness, because if we weren't, we'd be waiting till health freeze is over for somebody else to fix our lives for us. Because nobody else is going to do it for us. We can get help out there, but nobody's going to fix our lives because we'll keep our energetic baggage. We'll just keep manifesting problems after problems after problems that mirror exactly what we believe, what we think, how we feel. It's going to mirror that energetic baggage. Now, we do have advantages. The testers and tempters don't. Number one, of course, is that we're aware of the pure soul essence, and we also can consciously, consciously use it. And we can use it for others. We can use it for ourselves to strengthen all the qualities within ourselves that we want to empower, um, the um, we also use our light to help the testers and tempters by giving the light they need, nurturing. They need that light since their shelf, their theirs is shielded. So we have taken the role and I explained this in earlier shows. Or, you know, I don't remember if it was last week or I don't remember exactly when it was. Uh, but we provide the light for them. They need like a way station, so to speak. And so that when we do healing, uh, we create that big, huge beam of light by all moving together and all becoming one with our pure soul essence being joined in one accord. And souls, ages of souls do come in and partake of that light. But also now I'm explaining and sharing with you that it isn't just, the human souls that we are also providing for the testers and tempters to partake of that light. And because we're doing it as such a large group past, present, and future listeners it is a huge amount of light. Last week I did a gigantic healing, it was unbelievable. It, it connected us with others like us throughout the universe, and we were able to not only do a tremendous amount of work on the testers and tempters and provide them huge amounts of light, which helps them in their role. And we also worked on the conglomerate astral. So not only the astral around this planet, but the astral around all the planets and the conglomerate astral in the universe, because they're all joined and connected. So it was an incredible healing. I still reeling from it, uh, you know, I never know, in case you couldn't figure out, I never know what's going to go on in these healings. It's not like I do any planning. It just unfolds because the higher south lead me through it. So what we did is we actually helped to re reweave the fabric and the force fields of energy around this planet and around many planets around the universe. We, we, we played a great role in that healing last week and it's hard for people to take in and I don't blame anybody because it's so hard to wrap your head around and we don't see any specific instances, do we? We don't see any specific instances of this happening. We, you know, we just kind of, I mean, for me, I just sort of do it. It feels right to me. I've been doing this kind of thing for 30 years. So It feels right to me. I can resonate. I see it. I sense it. But I don't really know what's going on around another planet. I don't really know exactly what relieving the fabric around this planet means. But I have unremembered remembrances like we all do that there's something extremely powerful and right about this energy. And that's what resonates with me. And I hope it does with all of you, because I can't tell you how much I appreciate your joining forces with me. Now, with knowledge is power, we can continue to strengthen ourselves by practicing self-love. We can assist people in using their own light to absorb and transform the darkness they carry, or the the um, the parts of their energetic baggage that carry the elements that the testers and tempters use and that tend to distract us or pull us away from our own mission the testers and tempters are part of our reality but we have the power to alter future encounters with them either with us directly or with individuals and how we just Keep working on the neutralizing because they can't trespass. If we don't carry it, if other individuals don't carry these, the elements of rage or greed or depression or discouragement or whatever the testers and might want to use, if they don't carry it, they can't do anything, okay? So we can continue to alter the future, the future now, so to speak, by working on these energetics that we carry and all humans carry. Now, in addition, by releasing these negative patterns and and all of that, by healing our energetic baggage or bringing it into a state of purity, it can help us succeed also in, in anything else. It helps open up all the abilities we have, the opportunities we have. It helps us unfold and move forward and transform into being all that we can be. I mean, doing the neutralizing is not just because we want to help others. We're helping ourselves, guys, okay? And so we can assist in this process for ourselves and for others. Now, we can't make decisions for for others. Remember, we can't trespass anybody's free will either. However, we we are constantly releasing the fifth dimensional energy, which helps. And even though it doesn't seem like we're doing anything, you know, but it is helping. But we also need to stem the tide of judgment for ourselves and others because there is going to be, there already is, and it's going to continue to be a lot of chaos. The dawning of the new age brings tremendous chaos, as I spoke about in one show, because it is triggering off the increase of the, Evolutionary frequency is triggering for all of us faster and faster the elements that we carry at that energetic baggage level that we need to become aware of. It's triggering all the greed and the, the shame or the rage or the anger or the guilt or the discouragement or the feelings of powerlessness. Whatever it is that we carry, all of that stuff is being triggered. And we can not only for us but for every individual on this planet so there is a lot of chaos because we're talking seven eight billion people on this planet being triggered being accelerated with the, the evolutionary thrust energy and the dawning of the new age all of us are being triggered now I encourage everyone not to hold on to the idea that the planet and all the individuals on the planet are going to be in a state of perfection. Otherwise, you're going to interpret what's going on as tremendous problems, and you'll be afraid, you'll be scared. Uh, in fact, what I'm going to talk about now has to do with what is happening on the planet, and. If we're disappointed because our vision of perfection is not coming to fruition, that's something that disappointment, guess what, that the testers and tempters can use, that is something that can freeze us in our tracks, oh, we're so disappointed, nothing, we do seems to help, yada, 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 and we might be tempted to step aside and just not try anymore, to give up. So, Please understand me that what's going on on the planet is absolutely right and perfect. It is exactly on track. And uh, we want to just keep speaking out, giving opportunities to spread the idea of the light, to help others, giving those who are being tested and tempted other options. We can't do it for them. They have to, each individual has to Move through a, a testing or a tempting kind of situation, whether it's from a tester and tempter or, or its own soul choosing opportunities to be triggered, we don't know. But no matter where the, the, uh, the temptation is coming from, no matter where the distraction is coming from, no matter what is trying to pull us from our focus, we know. That there's another option we know that we have the pure soul essence and we know that by working on ourselves we can continue and we'll even more so be able to help others okay now let's go to the what I've just introduced the idea of what's going on around the world and then we're going to do a healing now what is going on around the world is exactly what I said. Due to the evolutionary thrust, due to the dawning of the new age, the soul mind detox, virtually every individual is happening. And each individual soul is responsible for whatever is happening. It is not there nobody's a victim. The souls have chosen to be here at this point in time, on the planet at this point in time, the to to help the soul move through whatever issues it wants to clear out the planet itself is on its own path. It has a soul as well. And with somewhere within the next 2000 years, this planet and the whole solar system will graduate into that fifth dimensional realm. So there, this is the opportunity for many souls as I have explained to, to appear on the planet, to become awakened, to be, to continue the journey to open and heal. And as a result, there are many fifth dimensional carrying the dual soul nature present, both the testers and tempters and those using the light. They come in equal parts. (laughs) Those using the light to teach and help souls move forward are, are doing just that. And then as each individual moves forward and becomes aware and has a new aha moment or makes a decision to be a different type of person or whatever that journey that follows on, the tester and tempter will come in a situation and for a condition or an individual or something will come in to test that decision, to test that determination, to make sure it is solid on solid ground. If it isn't, then that person will continue to work to, to learn and it may take two or three tries. It may take, a hundred tries. I don't know. Each individual, each situation would be different. But in any case, with the light comes the darkness. Now, not darkness in the sense of evil, but darkness in the sense of being shielded from the light. The testers and tempters we play a very important role. Both parts of us are, both parts of the, both team, both of us, the testers and tempters who work without the light, and the teachers that work with the light. We're on the same team. Okay, now, I'm, I'm talk, I am I'm want to talk about what we're seeing in our country because most of my listeners, I think, are from the States, although I do have a lot of listeners around the world. I don't really know um, exactly the, for the show. It's really weird. I know from my website that I now have viewers from 118 countries. So there is a lot of people that are being introduced. I don't know if they're spending hours on my website or just clicking on accidentally, but in any case, if they come on my website, it tracks it. So I have 118 countries who have come onto my website. I think it's because if you put in higher self, I'm number one on the Google search, higher self voice. And so I think that's where it's coming from. But in any case, I'm going to talk about this country and the political arena, but it really holds true for the entire globe, guys. It's not just here. It's just that many of us, even if you live in another country, you're certainly aware of what's going on in the United States in the political arena today. And you know, it's right in front of our faces on a daily basis. It's everywhere on the social media, and we see the strife in the cities. We see the proliferations of guns, hate, bigotry, falsity, uh, denigration, just all sorts of things. But please understand that I'm going to have a different viewpoint than many. And because, as I indicated earlier, I don't see this political situation in this country or or around the world chaos like others do. I'm not afraid, nor do I move to the place of condemning anyone or any government or any situation or any condition. I don't, I'm not going to take sides and I'm not going to judge things as right or wrong, good or bad, or anything like that. Now, it doesn't mean that I condone things that are happening where there's a lot of hurt or pain or denigration, all of that. It doesn't mean the opposite, that I condone it. I'm just saying that I have kind of a helicopter view, so to speak, because I get the information from the Higher self, And they have told me from the beginning that it has to do with the Soul Mind Detox all of the individuals, all of us are being triggered on the planet now and at the inner levels. We're all aware of it at some level, some more aware uh, than others, of course. But we're here for that. The intention is for that at the soul level. So instead of seeing the right and wrong and getting caught up in the fear of it, I'm seeing it as opportunity, opportunity for all the individuals to take a step forward, to make a choice either to stay inside fear or, or blame or rage or uh, greed or whatever is the issue for that particular, in, that particular individual, or to move past it, to move outside it. It is such an opportunity. And, What's happening here is that there's a battle inside each individual, and each individual is being given an opportunity to grow, to become more self-aware, and to learn to take responsibility for themselves. Each individual is actually being triggered. Now, we see groups of individuals, don't we, that are in one Space or another. So there are many teachers using the light that are out there trying to uh, spread the light, to spread, you know, understanding, love, growth, awareness, and all of that. And there are testers and tempters out there, or tools of the testers and tempters, or just others that are going through their own pattern, whether it's a part of the testing and tempting or not, that challenges everybody. So we have both sides going on right now. It's a free will arena, and all the individuals have to make the decisions for themselves. But it is an important process, guys. It is not one that bodes ill for the world. And I'd like to offer you a couple of analogies so you understand maybe a little bit more of what I'm trying to say. One is, and many of us have gone through it ourselves, a teenager, because I'm going to talk about the teenager years, or we and or we've had children who've been teens, whatever it is. But what is part of the teenage process? It's during the teens where the individuals start to seek their own path. They start to reject the parents and everything that the parents represent. And there's a internal familial battle that go on. You all know what I'm talking about. A lot of judgment happening, a lot of anger, a lot of rage, a lot of misinterpretation, a lot of hurt feelings, a lot of difficulties when there is a teenager in the family environment. When we were teenagers and we did the same thing. Now, of course, there's degrees of how a teenager go through their years. There's always degrees, but you know in general what I'm talking about. But what happens as that teenager is going through those difficult years, difficult for themselves and difficult for the whole family, is that they are they're beginning to figure out who they are. They're forging new approaches to life, new ways of thinking, new ways of feeling, new insights. And the family is Often now it doesn't oh, sometimes it can be, you know, the family can just be sort of split apart. But in general, I think for the most part, families aren't split apart by this whole thing. They both come out the other side, having made compromises, having learned, having become more self-aware, having become more understanding of the other person's position. They went through a period of great questioning of their own values, their own viewpoints, their own ways of life, and they come out the other side, both parties, the teenager and the rest of the family, whether it's the sibling or the parents, they come out more expanded, don't they? They do. They absolutely do. This is very similar to what's going on here. Now, a second analogy. And if you haven't lived long enough to have been in the 60s and 70s, if you're younger, you've certainly heard about the 60s and 70s here in this country where there was a similar process where the youth of this country questioned everything, protested everything, uh, were against almost everything that was held dear by the prior generation. This is very similar to the teenager thing. And But this was done in a group setting, which is more of what we're seeing now in the political arena. You know, and people who grew up in the 60s and 70s grew their hair, did drugs, openly had sex, worked to throw off racism, to forge new approaches to life. And they wanted different. They wanted something different from that prior generation's way. And there was this seeking and searching and forging that was – taking place, that tried to find new pathways. And the country then was in tremendous turmoil. And there was a lot of hate, a lot of attack, a lot of anger. And as time went on, again, just like with a teenager, both generations began to shift. There began to be more balance, more understanding, more coming together, more realizing that there was value in both approaches and finding new ways, more conversations more understanding new beginnings that's what's going on now we it's upsetting when we're in it but i wanted to give you a bigger viewpoint to understand that that's what's happening now there is opportunity now for everybody to question and right now we're in the middle of the attacks of the the hatred and the fear and all of that that's going on back and forth. We're in the middle of that now. It's hard to see, like we can look back at the 60s and 70s, and if you're old enough to be in it, have been in it, you remember the, the anger and the frustration and the rage and the struggle and the suffering that went on, a tremendous amount. It's the same right now, but we're right in the middle of it. But it is in process moving to a better place. And it's happening all over the world, not just here. We are seeing that some people get caught up in the fear, their confusion, their self-hatred. Others are finding their way to self-understanding, self-acceptance, and taking step forward. Sometimes... It's going to take a lifetime or three for, for some people to find that, to find their own way. Sometimes they'll find it really quickly. We're all individuals. But because there's so many similarities, we see it as groups. Okay, we don't see it as the individual teenager. We see it all over the world. And in fact, we're pretty lucky here because we don't have a coup or some war to take over the country. We're doing it through the political process, which in essence goes to show that there is there's been progress, I should say, in this world, because before there wasn't a political process that allowed for this kind of huge global or at least you know, countrywide, if we're talking about the United States, soul mine detox. In the most of the history of this world, if there was a new viewpoint, there was a coup. There was a war. There was a takeover, you know, that involved battle. Doesn't mean we haven't had a lot of guns and killing. Of course we have, but it's slightly different. We don't have a, an army being pulled together and, and taking over the White House. We certainly have movies about it, but we are now doing it through our own political process. And it actually shows progress that the process has expanded to this kind of thing where we can express every individual can move into and take the stance if it's fear if it's hatred if it's they have they can verbalize it they don't have to develop an army and do a coup so there is there are things here even though we're right and sick of it even though it, it is a lot of emotions racing around we can make the choice to get caught up in the fear we can get raced we can make the choice to think that this is you know the world ending that this is the, the armageddon or whatever it has been prophesized or we can see it and understand it from that helicopter viewpoint as An important part of the process that's ongoing now, that has been brought in by uh, the energies that have been, that are present. The dawning of the new age, the uh, evolutionary frequencies, uh, evolutionary thrust, accelerating the frequency, the movement of the frequencies to higher and higher levels, and the choice of all the souls on the planet to be here, to be part of it in order to help themselves. Sometimes it doesn't look like that. But the bigger picture is from the higher selves. They are explaining that is exactly what it is. So, what I'm going to do today is instead of working on the testers and tempters like we did last week and then the astral, I'm going to work on all the humanities on the planet whether it is just whether it's fifth dimensions and dual soul nature or whether it's the true humanities I'm going to work on the energetic baggage we all carry because it's this energetic baggage that is being fueled that is fueling a lot of the chaos because it's been triggered off and I'm also going to work again on the astral we want to Neutralize as much of the astral energy that we can so that the testers and tempters have less of that really dark negative uh, energy that they use to amplify our own energetic baggage. And in fact, the astral workers, and I do talk about this in my astral shows that you'll find on the YouTube and also in my archive show starting. November, no, November, September second, 2015. But the other stuff is cut out. If you look at my YouTube channel, Higher Self Voice, or Janet Richmond, I think you can get to it either way. There is a folder with the astral information in there, and it does talk about this because there are astral workers out there that do help those souls that are fairly, uh, fairly low level. vibrating at low human level frequencies and they do help them move out of the astral and they take away one of the tools that the lucifer element uses so they are out there and so any work we do on the astral facilitates their job they've done an amazing job already since I started working with the astral so I'm you know there's a lot of good stuff going on it's not just up to us we have a lot of help out there and we also provide a lot of help so okay I hope you guys understand that we can we can help and we're gonna help. We're gonna try to facilitate to take some of the things, some of the more intense parts of the energy away. We want to neutralize and dissolve as much as we can of these negative energies that are being thrown around that we all carry at that energetic. That's in the astral, that's been u- being utilized by testers and tempters, or simply is there being triggered by events that are going on. And the, we really want to clear those out. So I want everyone to get comfortable, take a few deep breaths, quiet the mind. And we are going to do a number. Okay. All right. So whenever I want to relax, as I said, take a few deep breaths and bring that focus of attention right to the pure soul essence. This is the light we all carry. I still like the symbol of the sun. It is really helps tune in with an immense power that we carry at that pure soul essence level. And I'm seeing the internal symbolic sun, brilliant divine energy being expanded. All of you uh, past, present, and future listeners are taking part and creating this brilliant light moving in through and around the totality of who you all are at the mind, body, and soul level. And each individual is creating a giant beacon of light, taking in the totality of the past, present, and future now, meaning the totality of the soul process, known and unknown. And I haven't even told you of all of the parts of your soul as yet. So, But you know a lot. And so all of that fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional part of you is being encompassed by the pure soul essence. And it's the work today is being done in especially on the facade soul that all of us with the dual soul nature are carrying. And it's like I see this band of really brilliant light that, to me, it, the whole soul process, the whole beacon of light is very, very uh, beautiful, very brilliant, but right where the, the facade soul is, is, is where the full brilliance is just it's really bringing my eye to that so we are all connected in one accord the past present and future listeners and I see us all in some sort of a circle we are projecting the beam of light connecting joining in one accord as it moves up and moves in through and around much of the human kingdom universe it is a brilliant light and We are also being moved into the center of the originating source. You can see it as that energetic diamond or not. Um, That symbol is there, but it's becoming less important because now I just say we move into the center of the energetic diamond and it happens or in the center of the um, originating source and it happens. The higher selves are very active. They are part of all of our soul processes. So, The amalgamation includes them, and it's important that it does because they also come from that fifth dimensional divine will level. They also have to be invited in, and by becoming one with the totality of our light, we are, in essence, doing just that. Okay, so now what I'm seeing is there is a gigantic platform. Now, the platform is in the center of this beautiful, incredibly large, brilliant circle where all of us are symbolically standing. And okay. Okay, the symbol is now changing because it doesn't seem it seems silly to have a platform. In essence, we're standing around the planet itself. Okay? So we're encircling the planet like around the equator, for example, and we have this brilliant light that's encompassing the totality of the planet. And so the all of humanity that are on the planet, including ourselves. So we are not only working on the humanities, we're working on ourselves. I want to be really clear that it isn't just an exercise that is um, just for those who are not carrying the dual soul nature. Now, in essence, the Higher self wants me to explain that we are also standing in two places at once, so all of us are actually on the planet as well. Of course, it's symbolic because we aren't around the actual planet. Uh, this is all a symbol but it is a very powerful one and so we are okay they are also joining us with other planets just like they did last week but it's a little bit different this time i'm seeing the souls around their own planets and they but we are connected by it with a like a rainbow bridge or a bridge of light it's just a very and i see i don't know hundreds that could be thousands i'm so bad with numbers but i'm seeing planets all around the freaking universe we're all joined together in one accord so it's others on these other planets that are also working in the same vein they are in the same uh, process i i would imagine somewhere in the new age process, although I don't know for sure, but that's what it feels like to me. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, the higher selves are also indicating that there are also some planets involved that are processing the higher heart consciousness concept, but it's being processed at a a pure level, pure and more perfect level than we did on this planet. And one day, I and relatively soon, I am going to be talking about the evolutionary concepts and how they uh, went on our planet um, versus perhaps the 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 on other planets and so they're saying there are those planets that are working the evolutionary concept of the higher heart consciousness or the christ concept whatever you want to call it because ours did not go well here and we actually part of our journey is we are going to um be processing the purity of the higher heart consciousness concept as well as the new age we have a big job guys and that's why we have millions of us here and we very well quick to do it but in any case So there are not, it's not just the New Age, and I thought it was, but it isn't. So we're talking many, many hundreds, if not thousands of planets, and we're all joined in one accord through this connection of, it feels like rainbow bridge energy, but it's also, there's a tremendous amount of light, so it's hard for me to really determine exactly what the connections are, but it is very powerful, and we are streaming, uh, working across the universe. So... You know, always amazes me when these kind of images come up because it's hard to wrap my brain around. But in any case, I do share whatever I get with you, and I certainly couldn't make it up because in my wildest dreams I couldn't imagine this kind of stuff. (laughs) Anyway, so the so okay, so we're here and we have we're surrounding the planet. Now I want you to understand that we are drawing many souls like we always do to partake of the light, including the. There are the the testers and tempters are definitely here partaking of the light, and that's a good thing. We are very protected. it's not going to hurt or harm. There's no testing or tempting going on right now. It is simply we are providing the light, which is very, very powerful. We're' helping the facade souls of those testers and tempters, just like we're helping every everyone that wishes to partake of it. and the, those testers and tempters that are taking in the light would be wanting it so we again where there's no trespass here uh we can't trespass their facade souls and they can't trespass ours it's okay it's a two-way street here so there's a lot of energy going out in that way but now i really want to work on and the first thing that's coming up for me is fear fear is a very very normal part of the human condition and it is something that we've experienced in virtually every life and so it is something that is deep it is pervasive and it is easily triggered and easily amplified by the testers and tempters, or simply by uh, events that go on around the world that we either don't understand or we're looking at in in a way a limited way we're down instead of being in the helicopter we're down on the freeway and we don't see that there is a an accident five miles down the road and we need to get off the freeway the helicopter pilot sees it we don't see it and so it can simply be because we're not aware and that's very normal so i want to first begin with fear and it's as if it's festering i feel this real festering of the fear it looks like almost like magma at the center of the planet that's what it looks like. But this is symbolic. It's representative of fear. And I want all of us to just focus the light into the center of that fear, understanding that that's a symbol. And as we do it, the light is actually neutralizing the fear that each of us carry and all the individuals, all the souls on the planet that carry fear. And I'm getting from the higher self. this includes animals. There is a fear element in animals. I do, uh, it is more in the more um, highly evolved animals like the dogs and the lions and the elephants, you know, the apes and that kind of thing. There is very definitely fear at the higher levels of the animal kingdom. So this is actually helping the animal kingdom. So let's understand that we are sending the light to the, and there are higher selves that are in charge of the animal kingdom. We can be rest assured that this light is being moved to, uh, help with the fear at the individual animal level as well as the individual human level, whether it's a true human or a facade human. So let's just send in this light to absolutely neutralize as much of this fear. And I do see a huge amount of that burning fear, that red. Oh my God, it was red, just like magma red and broiling and, 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 you know, like boiling inside and I'm seeing it really being neutralized now why we're sending that light there I want you to understand that we are also sending light simultaneously to the fear that is held within the astral we want the fear at the astral to also be neutralized we are supplying the light for the astral workers they come prepared they know the higher selves are just telling me this, okay? They come prepared. They know when I'm going to do one of these healings and they're ready right Johnny on the spot to do to do the work and they utilize it and they're directed and they they are helping us. We don't need to consciously direct all of the the light to the astral because they take the light we provide and they are utilizing it and moving it into the astral where it's needed and necessary and the very highest ideal and right now they're really dealing with fear and the interesting thing is i'm seeing agony attached to fear so we want to send agony i'm seeing like souls like in agony crying with pain and suffering oh my gosh so we want to neutralize all that agony as well it is, it is just really important. It is attached to fear. It is part of the fear. and it is a you know, it, it is from real experiences that have generated the fear because experiences have, and situations and conditions that have made that soul in pain and suffered. Have made that soul afraid of those kind of conditions. And because we've all lived through so many different types of those kind of conditions, there's a lot of fear and a lot of experiences with agony. And so I'm seeing this, this light just streaming into the agony all around the planet. And it is going to the animals. I see a lot of the mistreatment of animals being um, those are those kind of experiences that the animals have experienced from humans, but there are also in the animal kingdom, there is conflict, there is agony, there is uh, battles, we, we know that, there's prey, predators and prey, there is, uh, even within the same species, you have conflict, you have territorial conflict, you have all sorts of conflict, so there is agony there, there is uh, you' there and I don't mean to harp on the animal kingdom but I do want you to be aware that we aren't limited to just helping the human kingdom, that this healing in particular is moving to really help the animals. why the animals are in process of evolving aren't they? Of course. So this will facilitate their processing through the human kingdom. We are here. Our mission is to accelerate and facilitate the evolutionary process of the four lower kingdoms. I can't say that enough. So this healing is helping the animal kingdom as well. So... More, more, we're pretty unlimited power-wise, guys. We can do a lot. So, um, and of course, this power that we have is uncorruptible. It can't hurt, it can't harm, it can't trespass, it can't control, and it can't manipulate. It is as pure and perfect and potent as any power. It is the purest, most perfect, most potent point of power that we all have. Okay, so it's still ongoing. So we've worked on the fear, we've worked on the agony. Okay, now what, what's coming up big time are misunderstandings. Now, that may seem tame to you, but misunderstandings are because we don't have the helicopter point of view. And part of misunderstanding leads to, guess what? Blame, judgment, uh, attack, both of others and of ourselves. It leads to guilt. It leads to uh, avoidance. It leads to so many things. If we misunderstand, misinterpret what's happening around us, we're going to go make false conclusions, have false reasoning. We'll have false self-identities. We'll have self-blame, blame of others. Judgment comes into play. All sorts of things happen because of misunderstandings and misconceptions. And so we're working on this whole, humongous ball of wax. This is just amazing. And what I'm seeing is it's almost like one of those gigantic balls of string that, you know, people collect and they keep tying new pieces of string on it. But this one is a big ball of string with many, many, many different threads in it. And they're not all connected. There might be one thread that is many, many layers thick intertwined with six other threads that are a few layers or or ten times the amount of layers thick. It's a very complicated ball of string. And this is the underlying, this is the heart, this is the core. It's like the center of a golf ball. I don't know if you guys ever know, but you open up a golf ball and it's like a really hard, at least they used to be, maybe they aren't anymore, it's like this really hard core-like solid, stringy kind of something. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it. But it's really at the core of so much. It's the foundation of so many problems. And so I want us to really focus the light on all of those strings, all of those misunderstandings and misinterpretations and start to unravel all of that. Start to, because it ties us to the blame, the judgment the anger, the rage, the greed, the the fear. It ties us to so many things that we base our decisions upon. And I'm seeing the light really beginning to unravel. It's just sort of like frazzling. It's almost as if, you know, you might set hair on fire or something and you see it all sizzling or something. I know it's a terrible analogy, but it is really happening. It's like the light is just sizzling away all these strings, and remember that these are all strings within us and within the astral. Those are also being being affected. There are seem to be way fewer for the animals, but they are there too. I'm, I'm definitely seeing some for the animals, but the core, the real big part is all of our misunderstandings and misinterpretations. It can be uh, superstitions for example is one example where we don't understand there was no germ theory of disease so if the flu comes in or you know cholera or anything else that comes in we don't know the cause we create reasons of why it's there and those are misunderstandings misinterpretations and we sometimes they turn out to be superstitions step on a crack break your mother's back you know, you break a mirror, you have seven years of bad luck, that sort of thing. Some of them are more than that. They're very deep, entrenched mythologies within peoples, within cultures, within societies. Whatever it is, it is being neutralized by this light. And I'm really seeing this core being dissolved. Um, hmm. This came up once, maybe last year, the year before, when I did some healings on the planet there's monsters here, the monsters in the closet, the monsters, monsters are big. Uh, we wouldn't, again, this is weird, maybe, but, um, we tend to think that there are monsters out there, especially in, in the earlier days of the humanities. There's a lot of monsters in the astral, a lot of monsters in the astral. So those are being, you know, the monsters in the sea, you know, the, uh, monsters in the closet, the dragons, the, you know, all of these kinds of mythological based creatures and also monsters, how we interpret people. We see them as monsters. We see them as evil. So they, this is, this is kind of a, dealing with the, the whole idea that there's some people are quote unquote monsters. And so this whole idea that that there are monsters. Now, I don't mean to imply that there aren't people that do some very seriously negative uh, stuff. There are. But I do always purport that every single soul is as pure and perfect as every other soul. And if the soul is moved down a track that is creating um, in its life pattern, it does things that are how we would... You as monstrous or quote unquote evil or horrific, that soul is still educatable. That soul soul can still be helped. And it's our job to help even those souls. And that's why you find when I do my healings on, say, the terrorist attacks in France, I heal both the victim and the terrorists. Both. Because every soul is as valuable as every other soul, and that's also a helicopter viewpoint, and I really want you to understand that, so this is why we're healing this monster thing, because it's so easy for us to just go in and judge, it's so easy to say, oh, well, that's just one of those typical nightmare, you know, egotistical, narcissistic um you know, greedy, whatever label we'll put on anybody, we can go right to that so easily, can't we? Because we see the person two-dimensionally. We see the person as bad, as evil, as a monster, so to speak, monster being symbolic. And this is very important that we neutralize, very important, that we neutralize the two-dimensional judgments that we have and understand that we are... Wiping a soul off the map with those kind of labels. Okay, so let me just see what's going on with this whole monster thing. I'm just seeing light just permeating all the lower levels of the astral. It carries a lot of the monsters uh, throughout the history of this planet, known and unknown. And I will get into a little bit of it down the line because it comes up in something I'm going to be talking about after this particular series of things. Um, and so I'm seeing the light just permeating the astral plane. Just understand too, that it is moving into not only into our quote unquote monsters that we held each individual would have their own experiences, their own We've all been in different societies, different cultures, different planets, different everything. So the monsters look different that we carry in our energetic field. But it's also permeating and dealing with the judgments that we have, the blames, the labels, the um, seeing people as two-dimensional, the wiping them off the map instead of understanding that the person is, is, is educatable is as important as another person. Now, we've moved a great deal in our society. It used to be someone who was a drug addict, for example, would be deemed as lower than low. You know, per, you know, maybe a prostitute would be judged lower than low. Some of these people on the fringes of society, gang members. Now, there's all sorts of attempts to reach out to these people with the understanding that if it's a drug addict, you know, their life was hard and this was the option for them for whatever reason. There's attempts to reach these drug addicts, to educate them, to offer them and give them other choices. Same with gang members. There's outreach programs that try to help uh, help with either members of a gang that want to leave or help with people that could be easy targets to the gang to, you know, to bring into the gang, even gang members themselves. There are all sorts of outreach programs now. We've really moved in our society from that two-dimensional judgment and wiping the person off the map to trying to reach out. And this is so important. And I want to empower Activate the light to empower divine love, divine understanding, divine forgiveness, divine clarity of perception and expanded clarity of vision and expanded perception. We want the helicopter viewpoint to come in. Again, it is not about putting yourself in the line of fire. It's not about putting yourself in as a, you know, as a target in any way, but it's about understanding and reaching out and using our light to help everyone, not just those who are interested and following us, but even those that have a difficult time, even those that are really lost, confused, We want to reach as many as we can instead of judging and wiping half of the population off and just dealing with the other half. Everyone is important. I want divine communication to come in, divine understanding, divine wisdom. I want all of this to happen and just to empower everyone. And of course, what's really, really important is that divine hope. Now, hope is a very important energy and it is going to Um, we're going to infuse in that hope more understanding, more love, more expansion, more learning, more growth, more awareness. We want to put all of that into that hope, And, and this divine hope is moving in through and around the totality of the population on the planet. And now we're going to call in divine faith, for those of you who've heard, Maybe four divine hope and divine faith are very, very powerful energies and they always work together. You always bring in hope first, empower the hope with what you want, love for one another, understanding of one another, forgiveness of one another, helping one another, supporting one another. Then we call in divine faith. The faith carries the energy to manifest whatever is hoped for. So we're calling in divine faith, and it's blanketing the planet or blanketing the individual. It is being, it is operational on the animal kingdom. I am saying that it is in place there, but the majority of it is really moving to the humanities. I also want to put into that hope a, I don't know how to say it exactly, the facilitation of the soul mind detox. Facilitation of the soul line detox and the awakening to happen in a gentle way as possible for the individuals and the processing to the new levels of understanding as to facilitate that processing in some way and now I want to again call in the divine faith so we have a lot of stuff operational here The higher souls are indicating that the energies are in play. They're putting the some sort of cocoon of energy. I don't know if it's exactly the same cocoon, but they're putting some sort of blanketing energy around the whole planet. And I see it happening on all the other planets. It is going to continue the process. I do know that. And there are there are I can see things being shut off because there are places some souls are have had all they can take for the moment, and so they're shutting off. <coughs> every every individual soul makes its own decision whether to continue processing or not, and again, it is done at the soul level. Um, it's going to facilitate because, facilitate the acclimation to. It is very similar to that cocoon energy. It just seems looks a little differently. And I'm not sure why. Uh, maybe I'll get that from the higher self at some point, but I'm not worried about it. I know they know what they're doing, of course. And so in any case, oh, the, the astral workers are have sort of symbolically lined up and they're sending a tremendous amount of thanks to all of us. Um, they take their job very seriously. And again, if you listen to the information I gave out last year on the astral, and it is on my YouTube channel, you will, you will know why. They have a big job because the astral is the thoughts of all the humanities of all time. And because they are working on not only hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years of thought, it is reinforced moment to moment to moment by all the thoughts of all humanity. It is a, quote, unquote, endless job. So all the help we give them is just huge. And they are literally lining up. Of course, symbolically, they are presenting me a picture of a tremendous amount of gratitude and thanks coming to us. And it really, it just it brings uh, tears to my eyes. Um They've never, I've never seen that before. So again, I wouldn't have expected it. I didn't make that up, but there they are. And they are thanking thanking everyone because it does help them with their job. So, and of course they are helping all of us. It's a very mutual thing. Okay. And with that, the healing is actually over. Okay. Wow. Oh my goodness. There was more to be done there, but we work at such a deep level. I think we just they pick pick what is important. I don't know, but um, it was interesting. It was interesting for me. The whole magma thing, the whole misunderstanding thing, the whole monster thing, the whole agony thing. Oh my gosh, it was intense. I could really feel it. I don't know if anyone else out there could feel it or sense it or uh, relate to it, but I certainly could, and I hope you understood um, that helicopter viewpoint that I talked about. In any case, next week we'll have part five. It promises to be quite interesting. I have a lot of work to do to, to pull it off, so <laughs> wish me luck. It is, it is a big job for this Because this is material I've never pulled together to present to anybody. And it's a lot, a lot, a lot of research. And I'm so happy to be doing it. It never gets, it's not just for the show. It gets put into books. It gets put into talks or articles or whatever I'm doing. So it's all for good. And it reminds me so much. I can't remember every little thing. Or I might remember it and it just, brings it to a new level of understanding a new level of understanding. So it's all good. And (laughs) so I wish you the best of a week ahead of you and I look forward to next week. And I really want to thank everyone as always. I love you guys. Thank you for being part of this community, no matter who you are. Gosh. Anyway, I'm trying to get my mouth to work. Um, and until next week. I love you all so very much and thank you. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at janetrichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.